On today's first round KO, I go through every game from NFL Week 4 and tell you what I thought of every team's performance. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Minshew. <laughs> Howard J. Diggers, it's me. And today we're talking all about, well, we're talking all NFL week four is this <laughs> NFL week four, but I want to start and focus on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Gardner Minshew the second. But before we get into that, please subscribe to all the Twitters links are in the description below. If you're a wrestling fan, please check out my other podcast, three count review. It's a big week for wrestling. A lot of stuff happening. I'm doing three podcasts a week now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday after each show. Please go subscribe to that if you're a wrestling fan. I'm very excited for this week. It's going to be very fun. But back to everything, like I said, Twitters. Links in the description below. Please subscribe. Please follow. I'd very much appreciate it. And if you give this podcast a five-star review on uh, iTunes, I'll give you a shout-out. Shout you out. Probably even follow you on, on, you know, on Twitter and that kind of stuff. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to take care of my fans here. So, Jacksonville. Jaguars. The Jaguars took on the Denver Broncos in Denver tonight. And wow, <laughs> Gardner Minshew II is incredible. <laughs> this dude, he led them back. Uh, the Gardner, Gardner led them back to a 26-24 uh, victory, the last second field goal by Josh Lambeau. Um, Leonard Fournette had a huge, huge night as we... Uh, you know, most of that coming in the second half. He had 29 carries for 225 yards, no touchdowns, but he was just incredible. Both, I, both touchdowns, one touchdown. I'm not exactly sure, um, but they came from Gardner. Min they came, yeah. Both touchdowns came Gardner Minshew tossing the ball uh, to both. Sorry, passing the ball to O'Shaughnessy and uh, Armstead, the rookie running back, with his first touchdown too. It was incredible, and he had the, a couple like magic plays where he danced around, avoided five different defenders, and then just and and then threw that touchdown to Armstead. It was incredible, and then that that touchdown to O'Shaughnessy was amazing because it it was a great play design. They put, they had a guy in motion, you fake it to the running back, you fake it to the guy in the motion, and then you go right up the middle to O'Shaughnessy for a touchdown. This was great. I loved every second of it. Minshew's incredible, and obviously there were a lot of plays, um, like the first half. They were down 17 to three and you know, there are still flaws. He's still a rookie quarterback, but he's playing way above any rookie quarterback. Like any other rookie quarterback, like the stats, the stats show he's the best rookie quarterback out there right now. He's got seven touchdowns, only one interception and two wins. I, this dude's super fun to watch. He's incredible. He's, a, he's just an incredible football player so far. And it's, it's just, it's amazing. And uh, Jacksonville's defense seemed to be okay without um, Jalen Ramsey. There's obviously Ramsey makes them better, but I think they can still be a decent, uh, a decent defense without him. Um, if he ends up leaving, 
he was out today with back soreness. But, you know, Ronnie Harrison got his interception, and uh, I believe it was Hayden. Hayden was the replacement for Ramsey, and he he had some good plays. He got beat on a couple plays too, so there's going to be improvements there. But, I, you know, I still think this was a good good win for Jacksonville. They let, you know, Denver came down and scored a touchdown with, I believe, like a minute 20 or a minute to go in the game, giving the ball back to Gardner Minshew to drive down. <laughs> I think it was a minute and a half. And Minshew just made some magic. There was one point on that game-winning drive. Gardner fumbled, picked up the ball, and still completed a pass to DJ Chark. This dude, <laughs> this dude's incredible. He's so fun to watch. He's just he he really is just that guy. And he and it's not just like he's fun and he's got all these backstories and he's got a good look and all that stuff. He's winning games. These last two football games, he is winning these games. He's making the throws when it matters. He's scoring these touchdowns. And he's he's leading the Jaguars to a game-winning drive on the road. That's just incredible. Um so yeah, I'm really looking forward to the future of Jacksonville. Whether, you know, for Gardner for the next few weeks. Um and and then if when Nick Foles comes back, if he plays, if it's going to be him at quarterback, I'm okay with that. I like Nick Foles. I've been behind that signing uh, since it happened in the offseason. And I'm also watching the uh, – I'm recording this during the second half of the Cowboys-Saints game. So I'll get to that more towards the end of the game, probably towards the end of the podcast. But uh, So if I pause or if I, <laughs> if I say something in the middle, it's because I'm watching that. Um yeah, the, whoever's going to be a quarterback, I'm excited for the rest of the Jacksonville uh, season because I, Leonard Fournette looked looked every week. It kind of looks like he's getting back to. I don't, you know, it's not like a, it's not like he's going to run for 200 yards every week, but it looks like he's kind of getting back to that form of his rookie season where he was just a dominant running back, running people over, like carrying piles five yards. So I like the future of the Jag, Jaguars, whether it's Minshew or Foles, whether we have Ramsey or not. I still like the uh, I still like the future of Jacksonville. It's looking good. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, Denver, they're 0-4. They've lost their last eight going back to last season. Joe Flacco still looks shaky. Um, I, I, I don't know. Philip Lindsley's really quick. <laughs> and, you know, they're, and they got something with Fant and Sutton, uh, their, their receiver tight end combo. Uh, young guys, they got something there for the future. I'm not sure Flacco is going to do the job. I've, and this is the same thing that I was saying for the Giants. This is the same thing I said for the Redskins, which they finally listened today. I, as big as a, as big as I am into sitting your rookie quarterbacks, the, it, it's now week four. You know, it, it's a decent amount of time, and I know that they signed there. They drafted Drew Locke. I don't know when. I don't know if. That's in the question. It, it like if he gets to go out at some point, I think maybe he should just to kind of shake things up. We saw what happened at the Giants. Um, so far, it hasn't worked for the Redskins. We'll see if they stick with Haskins for next week. I think they should. I think they should just let him run with it. No pun intended. And I don't know. I think it would be interesting to see what Locke can do with this young athletic offense. Because I don't know. Flacco seems to not be getting it going. And um, on the defensive side for Denver, they finally got. They finally broke the uh, sack barrier there. The Von Miller getting his 99th and 100th career sack tonight. Um, but they get their first sack of the season, which is ridiculous. When you have Bradley Chubb and Von Miller on your team and you don't have a sack in the season until week four, there's a little bit of a problem there, especially for a defensive genius like Vic Fangio. Um, so that's interesting. 
But, uh, ooh, good play. Fourth down, Cowboys. Um, it, It's just interesting. But they finally got their sacks tonight. I think they sat, I think they had four sacks for somewhere around there. Um, But, yeah, so D- Denver, they're improving. But I, I think tonight was all about Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. It was it was just incredible to watch. Moving on, we'll start with Cleveland. Cleveland finally looked like the team that everyone thought they were going to be going into this season. The Cleveland Browns beat Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, forty to twenty-five, and now Cleveland is Cleveland's actually in first, the AFC North, which is big. They're tied with the Ravens in the record two and two, but. Um, the they they have the tiebreaker because they just won the head to head, so huge, huge win for them today. Um, and, and they looked really good. Yeah, sp- specifically, Nick Chubb. They looked. At, oh, there must have been a penalty. Cowboys got the ball. That's okay. Um, there must. Or Nick Chubb just looked really good today. I, I, he he finally got going. He I know he had an eighty eight yard run. He had one hundred and sixty five yards. He had three touchdowns on the day. Huge day for Nick Chubb. It was good to see him kind of get his legs back underneath him. Um, and then we look at the we look at the stats. Baker Mayfield, twenty for thirty, three forty-two, a touchdown and an interception. Like he's looking better. He's getting better. This offense is getting better. Freddie Kitchens is figuring some stuff out. Um, Odell only had two catches for twenty, but Landry had eight catches for one hundred and sixty-seven yards. This offense is getting going, and it, that's good to see. This this is what this offense can be, and it won't. It, it's not like they're going to put up forty consistently, but they can put up numbers. And I think, I think they're going to slowly get back into that. Well, not get back. They're they're going to slowly get into that where they are going to be a legit offense every week. Um, and I think this is the start of it, honestly. So I think it, you know, Cleveland's and the, and their and their secondary was banged up. That's the thing, and they still held Lamar and this Baltimore and this explosive Baltimore offense to 25 points. I think that's just incredible. So, you know, I I like I like Cleveland's future as well. Um, going to Baltimore's side of the ball, I don't th- it, it, I don't I definitely don't think it's time to like panic on Lamar Jackson because he still looked good. He had the two interceptions, which is a little worrying. I don't remember where those came in the game. Um, I'm guessing one of them came late, which then it's kind of like, you know, he's forcing things to try to make the team come back, which I get. But 24 of 34 with 247, it's still a good day. He tried, he he wanted to run a little more today, and that worked at some points. But I, I, I don't think there's much worry about this team. I think Cleveland just had a good game plan, and Cleveland knew what to do. They've seen Lamar before, so they kind of had a better chance to game plan. Um, and it's easier to game plan against a quarterback like Lamar when you've seen him before. So we'll see if Lamar can keep evolving as a quarterback as the season goes on. If he, you know, once defenses start to figuring out, figure him out a little more and the speed offense, um, Ooh, Ooh, Cowboys down inside the, at the two yard line. It looks like, Holy crap. Um, it, it looks, it, I think Lamar's going to be fine in this offense. We'll see how they can evolve going through the season. Their defense is still a little shaky, obviously. Um, now that's two losses in a row where Lamar kept them in the game for most of it. Um, this Cleveland one was kind of a blowout, but yeah, I don't know. Baltimore's a, a, iffy. I'm not sure. I'm still not completely sold on them. I think they're still going to be very good, but I'm not completely sold on them for the rest of the season. Looking next to, yeah, we'll go to Atlanta where the Titans take on the, or, 
Yeah, the Titans took on the Falcons. Titans winning 24-10. to Titans defense looking good. Falcons offense. I, I personally think... Matt Ryan's just not the guy. We're not, I don't think we're going to get the Matt Ryan of his MVP season. I don't think we're going to get that Matt Ryan going to the Super Bowl anymore. It's just not going to happen. And I don't understand how it's not happening. Devonta Freeman should be a decent running back. You have Austin Hooper, you have Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu, and Julio Jones. <laughs> like they have a really good offense and they just can't get it going. Only 10 points against this Tennessee team. I have no idea how that happens. I think Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan had a really like, okay. He had no interceptions. What in the world? He, but he didn't have a touchdown either. 35 for 53. Matt Ryan went with 397 yards, he had 400 yards, but no touchdowns. How does that, <laughs> I don't get how that happens. That's ridiculous. Um, one fumble by Matt Ryan on a rush. I just, I, I'm, I'm in shock. How do you not how do you get 400 yards and not have a touchdown? I I have no idea. There's questions on the Atlanta side of the ball for sure. But then we look at the Titans side. This AJ Brown guy, he looked incredible. Two touchdowns on three catches, 94 yards. He 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 looked explosive. He made a great catch for their second touchdown. His first touchdown was great uh yak yards after catch and it was it was super fun to watch Derrick Henry with 100 yards again. Um yeah, I mean this Tennessee offense looked to look to be better. Three three touchdowns in the first half for Mariota, and then they just kind of sealed the game in the second half. I there's not much else to say. It's pretty unpredictable this Tennessee Titans offense, but like I don't think they're going to be consistent. They can be this good, I just, but the consistency is what worries to be, uh, especially with Marcus Mariota at quarterback. I'm not exactly sure what to what to think of them, honestly. Um, uh, we have the Patriots and the Bills. Oh, I'm so disappointed in this game. Um, the Bills were marching down, about to still down six. It was it was ten to, ten to sixteen. The Bills had the ball, and Josh Allen just took a wicked hit and just immediately fell in a heap um, and went out. He was out of the game with a concussion. Well, in concussion protocol, I don't know if he actually had a concussion, but he did not come back for the rest of the game. And they were in Patriots territory. They were somewhere around like the 40 yard line or something like that. They were, they were driving there and it was late. I think third quarter, maybe early fourth. And then Matt Barkley has to come in and Matt Barkley actually gets them down to the goal line situation. But I think Barkley threw an interception or it was fourth down. Anyway, they turned it over and the defense held them in it. The, the Buffalo defense kept them in it. The Buffalo defense is legit. And I honestly think Buffalo had like I think they would have won this game with Josh Allen. I you know it's hard to say they score this touchdown and then the Patriots. Uh, oh, touchdown Cowboys. Okay, fair enough. Zeke, is that Zeke? That's Zeke. That's okay. I have my fantasy game pretty much wrapped up. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say like if the if Buffalo scores that touchdown, the Patriots are in a different mindset rather than running out the clock and kind of playing in conservative mode they're in attack mode trying to win so it's hard to say I just think that Buffalo had a really good chance they looked better even though Josh Allen had like three interceptions he still looked good I don't know it's both of these defenses are legit I think I think Buffalo had a really 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 good shot at winning this if Josh Allen stays in the game so disappointing to see that not much else to say uh, when Josh Allen comes back if he even misses any time this Buffalo team is legit I think the Patriots are still good, 
But when they face a good defense like this, it'll be interesting. Um, if they only get held to 16, they might not win many games like that. I don't think they're going to go undefeated this season. We'll see. I'm very, I, I don't know. <laughs> not much else to say on that. Uh, the Chiefs and the Lions, what a great game this was. Kansas City Chiefs uh, beating the Lions in Detroit 34-30. to Patrick Mahomes did not account for a single touchdown in this game. That's ridiculous, um, and it, but it's good. It's really good for the Chiefs to know that they can win without Patrick Mahomes really even doing anything. He had 315 yards, but um, well, Sean McCoy had a touchdown. Uh, Williams had two rushing touchdowns, and then they had a defensive touchdown, which was crazy. Um, I don't remember who it was, but Lions running back tried to get in on the one, tried to punch it in. He lost the ball. Everyone thought he was down. No whistles blew, which I love that the league is doing that, by the way. Letting the players play, letting these plays develop and seeing what happens because because of stuff like this. Uh, Bashad Breeland picks up the fumble and runs it 100 yards and scores a touchdown. And they review it. He was never down. He fumbled the ball. No one touched Bashad Breeland. And Breeland, they got a touchdown off of it. I love that they're doing that. Um, the Lions are legit. I, I will have to say the Lions drove back and they – it was a game-winning field goal that they had, um, but Patrick Mahomes, of course, drove them down to a game-winning. Lions had a game-winning. They had a touchdown to give them the lead late in the game, but then, of course, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> brings them um, and wins the game with a game-winning touchdown uh, run by Williams. I think the Lions are better than everyone thinks they are. I did not give this Lions team much hope, but I think this team is finally becoming what I thought they could be. I never thought... I've. I've always said this Lions team should be a lot better, but they never are for some reason. And I didn't think they were going to be. Now they're playing like they actually should <laughs> with Galladay and Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson, who got injured today, but he still had a huge game with an early cut touchdown catch. I really like this Lions team. I mean, I don't because they're in my division, but they're, they're good. This is their first loss. This is their only loss. And it, it'll be interesting to see how they go forward. But Detroit's a lot better than people think they are. It's very interesting. But Kansas City stays undefeated. Carolina Panthers taking down the Houston Texans in Houston. Uh, 16 to 10. Houston's offense lacking. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I have no idea. I, I, I really don't know. Kyle Allen looked good. Uh, he threw 234 232 yards. He had a couple fumbles, I think. I gotta find the stats here. Three fumbles for Kyle Allen, which yeah, which is a problem. And but Christian McCaffrey, of course, um, 93 yards and a touchdown. I, there's not much for me to say about this game. I don't think Carolina. I think Kyle Allen is the guy of the future for the Panthers. I think I think they should stick with Allen. Honestly, Cam Newton wasn't working. He's too injury prone. I say keep Kyle Allen out there. I like Kyle Allen. He looks good out there. He's give, he's delivering good balls. Um, I don't know what's wrong with Houston's offense. I really don't. Like, oh yeah, Hopkins threw. They tried to run a trick play where Hopkins was throwing a touchdown or throwing a pass, and Hopkins got intercepted. Intercepted. I do remember that. Watson had a fumble. Um. Yeah, I really, I, 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 I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with this Texans team. 
There is something. They looked really good week one, even in the loss against New Orleans. There's something not clicking with this with this offense. And I think it's the coach. I, oh, flea flicker. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, okay. Well, that's just a normal play now. <laughs> flea flicker for eight yards. <laughs> I mean, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what else to say about this game. Uh, Carolina defense looked good. <laughs> and honestly, the Houston defense looked really good too. Uh, but both of these offenses need to figure something out. On to Indianapolis, where the Raiders took on the Colts. Raiders actually won this 31-24. to This was a really, really fun game, dude. The the Col- the uh, the Raiders got off to a huge start scoring i think it was 21 unanswered if not it was 21 to 3 early in the game and man Alvin Kamara is a beast uh you know they had a great touchdown pass from Derek Carr they had Trevor Davis uh you're welcome from Green Bay um <laughs> he had an end around play scored a touchdown he looked good uh Josh Jacobs looked good uh, Derek Carr looked really good, 21 for 31, only 189 yards, but that's because they were running most of the game because they were up. Davis had 74 yards rushing. Jacobs had 79 yards rushing and two uh, – oh, uh, yeah. No rushing – oh, the one rushing touchdown from Trevor Davis. D- Carr had two touchdowns, only one sack. I, the Raiders actually looked really good here. The, the offense did, and I was very impressed with this. Um. The Colts still struggling. Uh, Jacoby Brissett threw a late interception, which resulted in it was a pick six, which iced the game for Oakland, um, even though he threw a touchdown pass to Ebron late in the game, too. They just haven't found what they're looking for with this Brissett offense. It, it hasn't fully transitioned because we have to remember this. Jacoby was named the starter late in the offseason because of the Andrew Luck. Um, retirement so like we have to remember they are they're rebuilding this offense and and like the play calling and everything to be Jacoby Brissett so maybe it just hasn't fully developed yet maybe it hasn't clicked um and maybe it will 46 passes is a lot I think they got to get Marlon Mack in it a little more only 39 yards on 11 carries they need to get him in more involved um I don't even think he didn't even have a catch so getting Mack more involved Heinz getting needs to get more involved yeah that's you can't rely on Jacoby Brissett that's that's what I'm saying here so the Colts should be okay Raiders looking good I don't know how consistent the Raiders are going to be because they haven't been so far this season Alvin Kamara is just an animal jeez (laughs) breaking tackles left and right so yeah that's all I got from uh, Indianapolis we have the Chargers and Dolphins Uh, not too much to talk about this one the Chargers won 30 to 10 and, you know, Dolphins had the lead at one point. I think the Dolphins, uh, yeah, they were up 7-3, to three, <laughs> which was cool for, for a hot second there, but ended up losing by 20 points. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. You know, Phillip Rivers threw 310 yards. Eckler, there's not much to say about that. I, Miami's tanking. I don't think they're going to, if they win a game, they're going to stumble into it on accident. Josh Rosen's just going to play good despite the play calling somehow. I, I'm not exactly sure, but I don't, they, they, they could quite possibly go 0-16 um, because they're quite clearly tanking. So 
not much else to say about this. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Melvin Gordon comes back. I, and which I'm assuming I've, he's back in practice. I don't know when he's going to start playing maybe next week, but it'll be very interesting to see, you know, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with this offense, how much of it is still Eckler and how much they incorporate Melvin Gordon. Cause Melvin Gordon's a really good running back. I'm interested to see how that Chargers team does. And that defense looks really good. The Bosa Bosa is just an animal. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that. The Washington Redskins were in New York against the Giants, and Danny Dimes led the Giants to a 24-3 win. Defense looked really good. They were the number one fantasy defense uh, before this Saturday, Sunday night game. I noticed that. So the defense somehow looking good. Case Keenum started off the game. He threw an interception, um, and then they put in Dwayne Haskins, who came in and threw three interceptions. <laughs> I think they should stick with Dwayne Haskins. Like I said earlier, they should really just – let him develop and let him run with the ball <laughs> because he he did run he ran two for uh 23 yards he he can do that i i'm not sure man i just really think first down saints i really think washington's offense can be a lot better they have decent weapons um especially if jordan reed comes back but i, I don't know i really like this giants team right now i don't think they're gonna be I don't necessarily think they're going to make the playoffs or anything like that, but I love Daniel Jones, 23 of 31, 225. He did have two interceptions, but he had the touchdown. He looked good. He controlled the game. He won the game. <laughs> and Gallman, 63 yards and a touchdown in uh, in Saquon Barkley's absence. They're not going to be good without Saquon, but once Saquon comes back and takes a little bit of the pressure off Danny Jones, this team could be decent uh, you know like i said probably not playoffs oh you gotta catch that is that hill gotta catch that dude um i don't think they're gonna make playoffs or anything but i think the giants could be decent yeah we'll see uh the cardinals lost in arizona to the seahawks 27 to 10 Kyler Murray's still a rookie, <laughs> and that's basically what this came down to um the defense for arizona looked pretty good um, it was just late in the game when, and a pick six from uh, Jadeveon Clowney, which very impressive play from Jadeveon Clowney. He, uh, you know, giving that, giving that defense a little jolt. Um, but Wilson throwing 240 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. He's going to control that game and he's going to get 22 of 28. Russell Wilson's really good. <laughs> um, and then on the other side, Kyler Murray, 22 of 32, 240, no touchdowns, interception. And sacked four times, he he does need to learn to get rid of the ball and not, like, try to force a pass like he was doing week one where he threw that interception. But if he he just needs to learn to get outside of the pocket and if there's nothing and you you feel that pressure, you got to get rid of the ball. He's still learning. He's still a rookie. And I know we have other rookies in this league who are doing good. You know, Gardner Minshew, Daniel Jones are looking good. But it's still a work in progress for Kyler Murray. I... I think he'll be okay eventually. End of the third quarter already. Cowboys 10, Saints 9. Interesting. Saints are driving, though. Uh, Chris Carson had a big day. No touchdowns, but he had 104 yards. The one touchdown was from ProSize. Yeah, this the Seattle team looked good. Johnson only had 40 yards. He got to get the running game more involved. Only, what? They, hit, they went over 100 yards rushing but i don't know you got to get 
you got to get Johnson more involved for sure. David Johnson's a good running back. Get him more involved. Get him more touches. His screen plays a lot or option plays with Kyler Murray. Those could be dangerous and get your quick receivers out there too. Super cool. Uh, big news out of this game also. Larry Fitzgerald caught a couple passes. He now passed Tony Gonzalez. He is now number two on the all-time receptions list, other, you know, catches list. Um, the only person above him is Jerry Rice by like, I you don't know, 200 receptions or something like that. But super cool. Congratulations to Larry Fitzgerald. That was an awesome moment. Yeah. Seahawks. Seahawks are looking good. They, they have a chance at this division if they play a little more consistently. But I, as we saw today, as we'll get to in a little bit, there is a weakness in this Rams team. And I think Seattle could do it. We'll, we'll get a preview of it this Thursday. Seattle and L.A. playing Thursday night football. I think Seattle has a chance. I know I gave them – I think I gave them an 8-8 eight and eight this season. I could see them – we'll see. I, I think L.A. is still too good. Maybe Seattle gets a wild card. I'm not sure. Uh, speaking of the Rams – the Buccaneers travel west to LA to face the Rams and the Buccaneers win 55 to 40. This was a crazy game. They went up 21 nothing early. The Rams came back. Todd Gurley had a good day. Um and I mean Goff jeez, 45 of 68 with 517 two touchdowns, but he had the three interceptions. This this Buccaneers defense was very good at <laughs> the Buccaneers defense was very good at taking the ball away, obviously with these three interceptions. Um, and it, it, this was just a super fun game to watch Gurley. Oh man. Gurley did not have a good day. Disregard everything. As you said, he had the two touchdowns. He only had 16 yards and five carries. Uh, now here's the thing. LA could not get the run game. I was just about to say, get the run game more involved, but they couldn't because they went down 21, nothing real early in this game. Um, Woods had 164 yards, Cup at 121 yards, and a touchdown. There's not much too wrong with this offense. They put up 40 points, you know, and, but you got to take away those three interceptions from Goff for sure. Um, but then you look at Winston, who is just 28 of 41, 385, only the one interception and four touchdowns. Mike Evans looked really good. Taysom Hill, come on, dude. Anyway, um, yeah, and Jones. Ronald Jones, I'm not sure what his name is. Ronald Jones, the second, I think, is their running back. 19 carries, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, th like I said, this was a super fun game. We had a, there was a uh, da, da, da. what was it? There was a late touchdown. I think it was a pick six. Oh, Marcus Peters has a, had a pick six for the Rams, which is huge. Um, but then he got taken out of the game. Um, I'm trying to think of that. I don't know, but it it was kind of down to the wire. It was these people, you know. Sorry, I'm kind of losing my train of focus here. Um, it was just a fun game in general. The, the, both teams need to work on their defense. Is what I mean. 95 points in a game. Both teams need to work on defense. A team teams that don't need to work on their defense, however, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chicago Bears. Down in the Windy City. Uh, down. In the middle the middle of the country, in the Windy City. Uh, the Bears took it 16-6. to Mitch Trubisky got injured early with a shoulder injury, but Chase Daniel came in and, uh, you know, won him the game. 22 of 30, 195 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. Chase Daniel went out there and did his job. 
Um, again, I think the Bears need to get this running game going. Only scoring 16 points, no rushing touchdowns. This should be a running team with the defense that they have. I mean, look, look at what Baltimore did last year, and they were the best running team, and they had one of the best defenses. That's what that's what Chicago should be doing too, especially even with Mitch Trubisky. Mitch can run, and they shouldn't be relying on the quarterback's arms as much. They should be getting – I mean, Montgomery had 21 carries, only 53 yards. They've got to figure something out. I don't know if it's the offensive line. They need to figure out the blocking schemes or something. Um, but they need to get that running game going if they want to be more successful. But that defense just absolutely annihilated this this uh, Vikings team. Uh, two fumbles from Kirk Cousins, one that he lost. Uh, Stephon Diggs had a fumble. Yeah, it, it, it was just a very – and I don't even know. Kirk Cousins, he didn't have any touchdowns, but he had 233 yards. But then again, they, they they slowed down Dalvin Cook, and that was the thing. Whoever, whatever team could run better was going to win, and Dalvin Cook only had 35 yards. The Bears ran better, even though the Bears didn't run well. They they ran they were the better running team, and that's what I said was going to you know be the deciding factor in this game. Uh, Stephon Diggs did have 100 yards. That's about it. Uh, man, I it was it was a very again. Very great defensive game, and I, I very much enjoy those games, but I didn't see much of it on Red Zone because it was very defensive. But, you know, both teams have a lot to look forward in their defense. They just need to figure out a lot more on their offenses. And I honestly think with those quarterbacks, especially now with Tra- Chase Daniel being in for Mitch, get those running games going. A run, a really good running game plus a really good defense, that's going to be a winning, winning strategy, honestly. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I believe... That takes us to, yeah, takes us to this game Sunday night, but it's not quite done. Oh, I haven't talked about Thursday night. I don't really want to talk about Thursday night, but I will. Uh, the Packers uh, hosting the Eagles, losing to the Eagles 34-27. to um, Rodgers got picked off on a game-winning drive uh, in the end zone. Rodgers had a really good day, minus the one interception. 422 yards, two interceptions. <sighs> or two touchdowns, not interceptions, sorry. Um, and Aaron Jones, or no, Rodgers, holy crap, Rodgers was, <laughs> led the team in rushes. Five rushes for 46. <sighs> Aaron Jones did have his touchdown, but 13 rushes, 21 yards, they need to figure something out with Ro- or with Jones. He, 1.6 average, that's terrible. That's really bad. Um, they need to get, they need to get him going more, and that's it. And Unfortunately, we were out without Jamal Williams tonight or on, the, on Thursday night because uh, first offensive play of the night, he got drilled, was taken to a local facility on a late hit from Derek Barnett. Barnett wasn't ejected. He wasn't suspended. He was. I don't even know if he was fined. That's awful. NFL, get your heads out of your ass. If you want to promote safety like this, I don't care, but just stay consistent with it. And when you have a guy have a late hit on the very first play of the game and this dude has to be hospitalized, how can you not punish him at all? Is freaking ridiculous. It was an unnecessary hit. I'm obviously extremely angry about it. And and then yeah, Barnett unfortunately was the one who strip sacked Rogers later in the game, and he shouldn't have been there. I'm not saying I'm not using that as an excuse, but he shouldn't have been there. And and who knows? Maybe maybe we don't get that. 
Maybe they don't get that fumble. I don't know. Packers need to the Packers need to run the ball better and they need to defend the ball better because the Philadelphia Eagles, the Jordan Howard, two touchdowns, 87 yards. He averaged 5.8. And then you have Sanders who had 72 yards, averaging five point or six point five. They need to defend the ball better. They need to run the ball better. That's it. <laughs> that's really what it came down to. They held Carson Wentz to 160 yards, but that's because they were just running the whole time. Packers defense can still be good. I, I still have faith in this defense, but they just had an off game. They really did. They could not stop the run, and they need to stop the run. <laughs> that's that's what this comes down to. I, that's all I got. Rodgers looked good. This uh, The passing offense looked great. This defense, you know, if this was any other of the three weeks, the Packers would have won easy. But this this Eagles off the, the Eagles offensive line is extremely impressive. I'm not saying that it, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to sit here and say that it was the Packers' fault and that you know Eagles just lucked out and ran out. No, the Eagles offensive line was really good. Jordan Howard and Sanders were both hitting the line or the holes. And they run. They ran really well. So it was a very impressive win from the from Philly, especially coming off uh, a short week and a loss from Detroit. I think they lost to. So uh, kudos to them. It was very. It was a very impressive game. Uh, it was just very frustrating. And I don't want to be that Packer fan that complains. And I'm not complaining because I'm not saying that this lost us the game. It lost us an opportunity at the game. Our run game on both sides of the ball lost us the game. So I'm not making an excuse. All I'm saying is if we're going to be reviewing offensive pass interference, or if we're going to be reviewing pass interference, the last play where Rodgers got picked, there should have been a review on pass interference because it did look like the defender got there early. And yeah, I, again, I don't want to make excuses. The Packers, the Packers shit the bed themselves. It's their fault. <laughs> I'm not blaming the refs at all. The refs actually did a decent job in this game, but they probably they should probably should have reviewed. Um, yeah, fix the run game on both sides of the ball, Green Bay. You'll be fine. That's 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 what it comes down to. Um, we'll look at this game live. We still got 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter, so this is anyone's ball game. But it's 10 to 12. New Orleans is winning. Cowboys have the ball. <sighs> I, I really like what New Orleans is doing uh, with Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. It's mainly Bridgewater, and Bridgewater's looked fairly good so far. And they have a lot of weapons on offense, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, namely, where that makes up for the loss of Drew Brees. That's why they were so explosive even with Drew Brees. That's why they're still good enough with Teddy Bridgewater. No, That's no knock on Bridgewater. He's just not Drew Brees. But I, I, I don't know. Kamara's still... Kamara's looking good, 53 yards, 4.4 average right now. The only, they don't even have a touchdown. They have four field goals. That's the thing they, they need to work on finishing a drive, getting into the end zone. Um, that's the biggest thing. Dallas has a field goal and a touchdown. They look decent. Uh, Prescott's throwing too much, <laughs> and that's showing. I hope he throws more and he gets exposed in this game. I don't think Dak is that good of a quarterback. He he benefits from playing with Zeke. If you're not playing with a good running back like that, I don't think he's getting these numbers because the when you're playing the Cowboys on defense or you're playing the Cowboys and you're on defense, you're looking to stop the run. Almost every play, there's going to be an extra big guy instead of an extra uh, 
Defensive back. Oh, Randall Cobb with a drop on third down. What are you talking about pass interference? Get out. Oh, that was the Saints side. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I just don't think Dak is that guy. And honestly, right there, that pass was behind Randall Cobb, I think. Let me want, they're showing the replay here. Yes, it was behind Randall Cobb, not in stride. I don't think Dak is that good of a quarterback. <laughs> I'm sorry, but and I that, I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but whatever. I, it, <sighs> Zeke, though, they're, they're, the, the Saints are containing Zeke. 17 yards for only 37. 17 rushes for 37 yards, 2.2 average. He's got the touchdown, but they're containing him pretty well, and now they're punting away. And, you know, Saints have the lead in the ball now. So I think that oh, ball goes into the end zone. That's that's really all I, I I'm very impressed with this New Orleans team, how they've managed to maintain composure with the Drew Brees injury. And this Dallas team, I think, is gonna get exposed tonight. You know, and they'll probably win now that I said that. But they're they haven't played anyone yet. They've played some pretty crap. They what they've played the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. They haven't played any good teams yet. And this is their first good team that they're playing, and they've only scored 10 points. That's all I'm saying. Uh just, you know, so yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's all I got. So, uh, with that said, this is First John KO. That was week four in the NFL. Like I said, if you're a wrestling fan, please go check out Three Count Review. The link for the Twitter is in the description below. Podcast can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Cast, all that fun stuff. Um, so, please check that out if you're a wrestling fan. Big week coming up. And um, for everyone else, just follow all the litter, follow the Twitter accounts in the link in the the links are in the description below can't talk right now i apologize and merch redbubble link in the description also thank you all for listening and i will see you next time stay fresh cheese bags got me drowning in indecisions genie i'm full of wishes still can't help with the disposition of just a young college kid with all the privilege trust beyond belief so can trust going through the villages keep an image of priscilla with the j dilla dilla need another dollar dollar in manila so vanilla with a swirl let the blade run Tongue drips, slice down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations, pockets gained a little weight. Like my ex bitch, still the only bricks that I've been stacking. Been in Tetris, never measure up, cause we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo.